welcome to the Imperfectly Inspirational Podcast. We're so glad you're tuning in. And I know at the time of this podcast airing, we are only a few days away from Thanksgiving. So I just want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. And if you haven't got all your stuff yet, well, at least at the time of this airing, we air on Tuesdays. You still got a couple more days before you got to get everything done. But anyways, uh, I want to jump into what we talked about last in the last podcast. We talked about the change, and this change was about us being Christians and that noticeable change that we should see in our lives, especially fully coming to the acceptance of Christ. Well, when we're looking for a change in our lives, there's really only one way to get that change, and that is to work on it, to practice it, to exercise it, right? I don't know how many times in my life that I've decided to go to the gym, and I, I have a goal in mind, I go and I get rolling on it, and then all of a sudden life happens, and then I quit. And we may not go for a few weeks or whatever, or maybe I just end up canceling the membership, but over the years it's been the same thing, same thing, same thing. And this happens to many people for many different things. We start something and we want to get better at it, or whether we're wanting to look better, or whatever it may be, and then we just stop. And then we realized we could have been in a lot better place had we continued to move forward in whatever it was that we tried to do. You know, in my case, going to the gym, had I just stuck to it and gone through, maybe I wouldn't have needed to continue to rejoin. Or maybe somebody wants to learn a musical instrument or learn another language, something like that. If we put our thoughts to it and actually put practical effort into it, we could be a lot better than we really are now at this point, right? So the same thing goes for godliness in our lives and being the type of Christian that we want to be. So many of us say, you know, well, I'm not who I want to be in my relationship with God, or I don't know as much as I should know in the Bible. Well, all of these things can be changed. And we're actually called to make a change, especially as Christians, to continuously grow in God. We're not called to uh, be infants in Christ you know, as of 40, or 40 years being saved, we're not called to be an infant still. We're called to grow each and every day in the cause of Christ, not just by the not just in the word, but also in the ways of Christ and in the ways of our life as well. So I want to read First Timothy chapter four. And I really think I'm just going to read the whole thing because it makes sense to read the whole thing. So First Timothy chapter four. It says, now the Spirit expressly says that in later times some will depart from the faith by devoting themselves to deceitful spirits and teachings of demons through the insincerity of liars who coincises are, are seared, who forbid marriage and require abstinence from foods that God created to be received by thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. For everything created by God is good and nothing to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving, for it is made holy by the word of God and prayer. If you put these things before the brothers, you will be a good servant of Christ Jesus, being trained in the words of the faith and of the good doctrine that you have followed. Have nothing to do with the reverend silly myths. Rather, train yourself for godliness. For while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way, and it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. The saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance. 
For to this end we toil and strive because we have our hope set on the living God, who is the Savior of all people, especially of those who believe. Command and teach these things. Let no one despise you for your youth, but set the believers an example in speech, in conduct, in love, faith, and in purity. Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture, to exhortation, to teaching. Do not neglect the gift which you have, which was given by the prophecy when the council of elders lay their hands on you. Practice these things. Immerse yourself in them so that they may all see your progress. Keep a close watch on yourself and on the teaching. Persist in this, for by doing so you will save both yourself and your hearers. Now, this is Paul writing to Timothy as he is going out and he's going to be now preaching the word, giving him this kind of, uh, you know, hey, here you go. This is some expectations, right? This kind of, you're off. Let's let's give you some rundown of what you need to worry about. Well, in this thing to Timothy, now not all of us are called to be preachers and teachers like Timothy was, but we're all called to do a lot of the similar things that we see Timothy doing. Uh, one of the things that I want to say we should focus on, and this was in the beginning of my reading, uh, we we're talking about here in the first few verses of all these different things that, um, this is now the Spirit expressly says that in a later time, some will depart from the faith by devoting themselves to deceitful spirits and teachings of demons through this insincerity of liars whose consciences are seared, who forbid marriage and require abstinence from foods. Basically, we're talking about this legalistic thing. And he's telling Timothy that if you focus on actually what the Bible says, don't get all these silly myths and all these uh, things that make no difference or that aren't even described in the Bible, because we know that man has a lot of laws, right? That he has added to the Word of God. And we should not focus on those things. The thing that we should be focusing on in our lives and growing correctly is focusing on the Word of God. So that is one of the things first that we need to do is trying to realize what is real and what is false. Because you may go into a church or to a different place, especially if you're a young Christian, and be very confused. Well, one thing that you could do is if you hear these things that confuse you, start your growth by going in and looking up those things, seeing if it is uh, correct, even if it is biblical. And if it's not, maybe have a word with your preacher. You know, we always want to make sure that the things that we're hearing, if we're uncertain of those, that we can go back into the Bible and we could check it and find it. But So he's telling Timothy, don't worry about the silly things. Focus on the Word of God and grow in God, right? Because it says, have nothing to do with those myths. Rather, train yourself for godliness. Well, how are we going to train ourselves for godliness? What are some things that we can do in that case? Well, the first thing is, start at home. Good godliness starts in the home, and that is going to be you taking time to study in a quiet moment, taking time to then, once you get that that acclimation of studying, we know that if you go to the gym, and I'm going to use the gym as an example of training, okay? That's going to be my example for now on. But if you go to the gym, you're not going to go get on a treadmill and run at the highest speed the first time you get on. No, it is going to be a gradual thing because if you do too much at one time, you're going to get burnout, you're going to get hurt. It's not going to be the best thing for you. And that's the same thing with diving into the Bible. You cannot just dive in and, and take everything in in one moment or study for 10 hours 
a day and then expect to not get burnout or uh, whatever it may be. So we start small. We start by studying little things. Like I said at the beginning, start by if you hear something or even the things that I speak about, whatever, from anybody, look those up. Look these things up. That Whatever it may be, that's going to help you study. Take that time to study. Well, now you've gotten into acclimation of studying. Let's talk with your family. Take this Bible out into your family now. Have some discussions at home because the best biblical grounding you're going to get is in your home, is on your own, and is teaching your family. Church is great. Church is great to learn the Bible. Podcasts are great to learn and understand the Bible. These are all great avenues to learn and understand new things, but it starts with you and your home first. So that's going to be the first step that we want to take is that biblical studying at home, graduating from a slow process into more and more as we can. But next, what 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 do we have going on next? So we're, we've studied, we're learning the basics. Now what are we doing? We're praying about it. We're being consistent with the studying, right? So if you want to study and you want to get that habit, make sure it is consistent because if you don't study on certain days and certain times and get yourself into a routine, it's going to be harder and harder and harder when something jumps up in its way to get into the habit of that. Have self-control is one thing that we need to have when studying and when going to God and, and trying to learn. We need to have self-control with it. As I said earlier, there's going to be things that are going to jump in the way and do. We need to have that discipline to be able to sit down and study the Word like necessary. Well, now, what happens after you've gotten this this in this habit of studying, right? What what do we do now? Now we start we start uh, sharing our faith. We start getting out into the world and using these applications that we've been learning and saying, okay, well, hey, you know, did you know that God did this? Or hey, this reminds me of a story of uh, Abraham or whatever you learn. Apply that in your life. Share that faith. Share those things that you learn. What should be happening in you at this moment? So. Uh, I talked about just a second ago, you know, having that consistency of studying and having this uh, discipline to sit down and not let things get in your way. So say you've been do doing this for a little bit. What is happening in you now? You're, you're having a desire, hopefully. If you're doing it right, you're going to have a desire for the Word of God, and you're going to want to get into the Word of God continuously because you've broken that habit of not doing it, right? So You've gotten the studying in. You've got this desire for it. So now what is a good idea to do? As we're training and we're doing better and you're learning, so just like if you were to go work out, you've gotten into the point to you go into the gym, you're, you've understood some of the basics of what you need to do, and now you're wanting to take it a little bit deeper. You're wanting to do a little bit more. What is the best thing you're going to do? You're going to go get godly advice from maybe your, if your parents are saved and have been saved for a while and, and know a lot, maybe teachers or leaders within your church uh, or some Christ-like example. You want to go get advice so this way you could find maybe better study techniques, better, better uh, whatever it may be. But you want to find people that you could talk to that can help explain these things that you may be confused about or you may not understand. So these are some of the things that we could do is we want to start off slow. I'll be honest with you, some people want to dive in head first, but I just don't encourage that. So as we're wanting to grow in Christ, start off slow, get yourself acclimated to it, to where you can continuously desire the Word of God and get that consistency 
So this way you're not easily broken down because Satan's going to want to go in and fight you because he doesn't want you to grow. Satan does not want you to grow in the word of God at all. So you're going to have everything come at you the moment that you sit down and you try to study. But now that we've gotten to the point with your studying, you've gotten through the basics. Now you're getting uh, into the point of your studying that you're asking people for more. You're getting more in depth. What are some things that you could do now to better yourself even more? Well, maybe go find a, a Bible study group to get into. So this way now you can dive deeper with other people. Now we're continuing to grow ourselves in our home. Maybe we're, we're doing the devotions with our family members. We're doing devotions with our kids, whatever it may be. Now you're going to see wanting to, you're wanting to use the stuff that you find in the Bible to speak others you know up or down well not down but to speak to others to help build them up not tear them down sorry that's what i meant to say so you're going to want to speak that encouraging word that that loving thing because you're going to be finding a lot of love and a lot of forgiveness in the bible you're going to start to see yourself change just like if you go to the gym continuously and consistency you're going to see a change in yourself right so this is what this is this is the next step you've became saved now you want to grow. You want to exercise yourself. You want to get that strength training to become a true warrior for Christ. And it's, I tell you what, it is not easy. I've been a Christian. I was saved at the age of five. And over the years, I could tell you I was very, very shallow in my faith. Probably only for the past maybe six years have I started to dive into the Bible anymore. It was only preaching. Here and there, I would read the Bible some, but it was basically only preaching that I got the word. And I could tell you, I was not fit to be anything. I was not fit to uh, be a good representative for Christ. Now, granted, I was saved and I was going to heaven, but I, I'll use the term, I felt worthless. I didn't feel like I was worth anything in the Christian sense because I didn't know anything. And that was my fault because I didn't sit down and learn. And let me tell you, my eyes have been opened up so much more by not just hearing somebody preach the word, but by discovering the word myself, I've seen the world in a different way. I've seen God in a different way. And I feel that there is this closeness to God that I'm like, holy smokes, why did I not get this closeness a long time ago? I could have been way ahead of things now. So this is something that I just really want to encourage each and every one of you not to miss out on. Because there is so much to God, and you could really study the Bible every day for 50 years of your life, and you're not even going to scratch the surface of what the Bible is and who God is and what God can do for you and the understanding of, of God's want for us as Christians, right? So, you know, I go back to the verse that we were reading, and even though Paul is writing to Timothy about preaching, we're, we may we may all not be preachers, but, you know, our focus is telling people about God and being the best that we can be for God and understanding this world and the people who are in it and what God's desires are for this world. Then we can be the best soldier for Christ, right? And I want to read this quote by Spurgeon. It says, but our God in whom we trust is a God with great, warm, loving heart, is a thinking God an active God, a working, personal God who, in, who came into the midst of this world and does not leave and let it go on by itself. 
Although he is a stranger in the world, even us as people are also strangers and foreigners. By reason of the revolt that men have made against their liege, Lord and Sovereign, yet it is still his world, and he is still in it. And it speaks a lot, saying that God is in this world. God controls everything. And even though people don't want to come to him, people are still strangers. People are people. God is still here. And as long as God is still here, we have every reason to want to strengthen ourselves in his word and to be the best soldiers for him in this world that we can be. And I encourage you, if you don't know God well, or you've been just a, a we'll say an infant Christian for many years of your life, there's a lot that you're missing out on. And it is a lot of good stuff. There's a closeness and a level that uh, you're going to get to God that you're going to say, I did not even realize that could exist. And the more that you study, the more that you know, the less you'll doubt. The more you'll realize that God is true and God is real. And this world is a sinful world, but there is hope. And it is that hope in Jesus Christ. And our goal is to be that light that they can see. So I encourage you today, if you haven't started working on yourself for Christ, get out there. Start that strength training. Get stronger in the Lord, get stronger in the Word, and you're going to see your life change, as well as your ability to help others change their lives. All right, folks, you got this. Get out there and be the best that you can be. I love each and every one of you. Have a good week.